episode of the Ranch Away podcast is brought to you by Tota's Bakery. Tota's Bakery is located at 244 Utica Avenue. It's the longest running Guyanese family bakery and restaurant in Crown Heights. As a fellow Guyanese, I first heard about them from a family member. And when I went there, I got some good pine tarts, cheese rolls, fish cakes. Even their bread is amazing. And in the summertime, I know you can go there after a fet and get some good jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. Visit Tota's Bakery at 244 Utica Avenue or follow them on Instagram at Tota's Bakery 244. Hey, Soka lovers. It's Soka Say So. And this chick. And we're back. It's episode 12 of season four. And this season, we're tackling the topic, pivoting in the new normal. With so many things going on in the news, in the ether, in the blogosphere, on social media right now with recent events, domestic violence has become a hot topic among Caribbean people. The good thing that we are seeing right now is so many of our Caribbean men are stepping up to show their support, show that they are anti-domestic violence. And so we are talking about the prevalence of domestic violence in the Caribbean community and how our men are stepping up. Yeah. Oh, fine. I'll talk about it. I mean, <laughs> this week um, we were inundated with conversation about one entertainer who travels in the soca sphere. Um, first, it was um, about maybe a soca artist was dealing with his partner, and then it blew up into. Um, a whole conversation about domestic violence. Um, who's perpetrating against who? Who should be believed? Uh, what did you do to make sure it didn't stop? Why didn't you just leave the first time? Um, what we saw was that basically the Soka world stopped for a minute and really paid attention to what was going on into this one instance. And it highlighted a systemic problem for in the Caribbean. It highlighted changes that have been made and what people are trying to do to make sure that people that, that people stay safe and aren't in domestic violence issues. Um, but it was all eyes were on this situation. Every time I thought, well, maybe this person's not paying attention. though no, they saw it too. And they were commenting <laughs> and People were getting called out for if you didn't comment, how dare you not say something? Or, oh, I know you weren't going to say anything because you're a perpetrator yourself. Um, it, wa- it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, I- I'm an empath and it took a severe emotional toll on me to know that there are so many hurt people hurting people out there. Absolutely. And the people that you look to for joy in your life and to get away from your troubles that they're perpetrating, that they're they're possibly perpetrating uh, harms against someone else. It it, it was a lot to take in. It was a lot, but, but I I like that it, um, it's not just about that one instance. And that's why I'm not, I'm not naming names right now. Not because I want to protect any, any, anyone um, because all parties have, have put themselves out on social media and they told their story. So, so there's nothing I could do to protect them now. <laughs> um, so it's not to protect them, but it's because it's a much larger conversation. 
Absolutely. You know, for me, it's never really about the post. It's about the comments. And so regardless, listen, what happens in in people's relationships, what they choose to share, whether that's on social or not with whatever motivations that they have, I always look through the comments because those are the people in a real life that I'm probably going to be interacting with. And I expected a lot more men to be like, well, we don't know what she did and we don't know about this and we don't know, you know, what happened here or there. And what I saw was a lot of men stepping up and saying, no, if this is true, like, you know, they didn't speculate because again, we don't know. Um, but they said, if this is true, I am against domestic violence. I am not okay with this. This is not okay. But one of the things that I saw that actually really made me concerned is the amount of people who had personal stories, whether they were in the situations themselves or if they knew of people or it happened to a relative, it happened to a family member, it happened to my neighbor, it happened to my cousin, it happened to my daughter, it happened to this person. That is what I felt like we really need to address this because it's affecting the Caribbean community. There are too many personal stories of witnessing domestic violence. Yeah, I mean... That's sad. I mean, I think at um, in the beginning of the year, there was a lot of talk. At the end of last year, the beginning beginning of the year, there was a lot of talk about um, does Soka breed domestic violence? Does it encourage it? Um, Soka artists were quick to jump and say, no, this is not what we're about. Um, but there was a reference to, to songs, you know? So Trinidad Ghost had a song where he said his his neighbor is getting beat and I ain't seen. And, you know, that that's just one example. Um, I, I can't give I can't give you many examples of, yeah, it's okay to beat your woman in, in soca music. Um, but uh the conversation was um objectifying women, um, is that encouraging and leading to violence? Um, but but we could talk about the numbers in, in Trinidad and, and around the Caribbean. Yeah, absolutely. We know that there are some soca artists, especially now we're seeing the hashtag protect black women popping up among a lot of soca artists who are in Trinidad because they are seeing a spike in the amount of cases. Um, 47 women and girls were killed this this year so far. The murder count is about 362. So that's 13% of the people who've been killed have been um, women or girls. And so many of these attacks are perpetrated or committed by a personal, uh, an intimate member of the family. So whether that's a, a spouse, a you know, live-in boyfriend, or you know, in some cases, even family members, um, there is definitely a discussion right now to protect women. Women are going missing. Um, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And of course, we're seeing the references coming on the heels of this major um, situation. And so people are just conflating the two. They're like, oh, it's got to be about that. You know, this soca artist is talking about protecting women. They must know something about this other situation. And it's like, no, believe it or not, there are quite a few people who are harming our women and girls. And that's not all, you know, just because of one situation. So they're speaking out about it. Um, I have a report that from April 19th, um, the the captain of the police force in Trinidad said that there's an increase. Uh, there's been 39 reports of assaults and beatings. Um, that was 
39 reports in 2019. And then in February, 2020, it climbed to 73. So they were seeing just crazy increases in domestic violence. And so we're seeing it around the Caribbean. We know that that happens, but we really want to talk about why is this happening? Why is this affecting our community this way? Um, there are lots of reasons that that these things occur. One of the things that I'm seeing people talking about is, well, why'd you stay? Like after the first time, if that was me, I would have... <laughs> you, you don't know, but we are going to break down some reasons why that might be the case. So we'll first start about just why do we think this is happening? Well, I mean, <clears throat> unfortunately, there's been domestic violence from in the from the beginning of time. Um, and it's not just a Caribbean thing. Um, but um right now in the during the pandemic, um it's been referred to as a shadow pandemic. That's something else that's right behind the pandemic and, and just as bad. Um, people are stuck in the house together, nowhere to go. Some people have lost their jobs and they take that, you know, they take that blow and they're insecure about that. And they take that out on their, on their significant other or whoever is there with them. Um, and that just that alone, that layer alone is is how um, ar- around the world there's been an uptick in domestic violence. Um, it is very unfortunate. I mean, listen, even people are saying make sure the schools stay open so that the kids have a safe space. They don't have to see this domestic violence happening in their house. They don't have to. They don't have to get beaten, beat down. They don't have to be mentally abused um, when they're home. They have a reprieve. Um, keeping jobs open, keeping places open, you have a space to go to where that person is not there for a while. So that's just, that's just the current issue. Right, yeah. Um, That that leads to uh, increase in domestic violence. Now, why there is domestic violence in the first place is is a a, a much deeper issue. (laughs) And like I said before, hurt people hurt people. Um, so it's really um, um, a matter. Um, I'm not. I'm not a therapist. I, I re- read a lot of articles. I spoke to people, but there there is an issue of um, people learning patterns, learning behaviors. Um, so people who were abused, who saw abuse um, in in this particular instance, um, the the gentleman involved said that he was abused and he saw his mother being abused. Um, so when you learn certain behaviors, then you're more easy to accept them. You're more easy to, to, to do them, right? So that's just a couple of things. Yeah. And they've also said, you know, we had a, a, an episode a while ago about modern Caribbean parenting. And I saw an article years ago where they said, you know, the kind of corporal punishment you grew up with actually can aid in this. When you see hitting in the household and it becomes normalized in the household, then it's not strange when it happens as you grow up and you move into your own household. So when you see hitting and you see violence as a way of dealing with things, then it's like, okay, this is a way that people deal with things. And it doesn't become as much of a shock to your system because you are aware that that being hit is a thing. Um, They also said that's part of the reason why sometimes women stay, right? Is because 
if you were beat, think about when you were, especially if you're West Indian, think about when you were beat as a child. It was punishment. You did something to deserve this beating. And there are women who take that into their adulthood. You did something to deserve this beating. And so they don't react, you know, with the, I need to get out. This is insane. This is crazy. They start going internal, like, well, what did I do? And then when you couple that with the stigma from family, friends, or in this case, social media followers, um, where they're like, well, what'd you do? It, It reinforces that this was something that you brought on. If you had behaved differently, this wouldn't have happened to you. So I, I don't think people always put that together that, you know, hitting in the household, regardless of who's doing the hitting, can affect your children as they get older. Mm-hmm. You're normalizing hitting in the household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking about how you grow up is usually where you learn your, your gender roles, um, how people are, are supposed to behave based on gender, um, are usually ingrained into your mind when you're a kid of, okay, the women do this, the men do that. Um, and if you learn that women are supposed to be submissive and, you know, the guy is supposed to do everything and he's in charge and you, you get the last say and you have to listen, then in the back of your mind, then, you know, he's just asserting his masculinity. You know, he's just being a man, Mm-hmm. Um, could be the conversation that's happening. And um, we, I think as a society, we've made leaps, leaps and bounds on um, gender roles and, and identifying and, and what it means. And, you know, just the fact that there's the term toxic masculinity uh, shows that we have made some, some progress. We, we, we pivoted away from <laughs> just saying, you know, men, get to just be mean and, and do with it, whatever they feel like doing. And that's just being a man. Um, and I think that there, uh, unfortunately, some people have certain ideas of what the, what the gender roles are and what you're allowed to do based on your role. And if what you're allowed to do is be in charge and everybody has to listen to me, and if somebody doesn't, then you can fly into a rage. Um, and and in their mind, that's okay. And we are here <laughs> to say it is not okay. It's not it okay. Never okay. No hands on anyone. And and we what we have to also talk about is the mental abuse. Um, that's not all right. N- West Indian children <laughs> totally understand mental games. <laughs> we, we know, like, we didn't, we didn't necessarily have to get the lash. We got the look. Mm-hmm. We had, we heard our parents in our heads. So that's why we did not do certain things because we know, oh my goodness, the berating, the, the, you know, getting into your mind so much that you can't move, you can't do. You can't make decisions. You no longer know how to make decisions unless you hear from from that person in authority. And that's what happens a lot in these domestic violence issues. So when they're saying, why didn't you go? Where am I going when this person is the one who tells me where to go and what to do? So how do I make these decisions without them now? Like you said, that mental abuse kicks in way before the first hit, right? 
there's the isolation from your family and friends because they're going to be the ones like, girl, what is happening? You need to get out of this. So you're not telling them, right? You're not telling them that because you, you don't want to hear that, the you need to get out of this, whatever. So often perpetrators will isolate these women from their family and friends. Oh, your friends, they're just jealous of you. You're in a relationship. You have a man who's spending money on you, who's taking you here, taking you there. Don't listen to them because they're just jealous. So now it's, okay, my friends can't be trusted. So I'm not going to tell them anything. I'm not going to get too close. My family members can't be trusted. So I'm not going to, so you're the only person that I can talk to and trust. And so I'm going to just rely on you. That type of abuse, there is, let me tell you guys something, okay? Psychology Today breaks down that there is um, is actually physical abuse, there's financial abuse, meaning I hold the money. So if you leave, you will not have anything, right? There's the emotional abuse. I'm your only emotional support. I'm the only person you can trust. I'm the only one taking care of you and looking out for you. And so by the time you get to that physical abuse, you've already been conditioned to not react. And just so people know, because I saw this too, well, I'm not the type to get, but, and no man could do this to me. Let me tell you something. Okay. You don't know. You really don't know. First of all, you don't know all of your insecurities that people can play on. You don't know how they're going to be able to manipulate you in that way to become that victim. But also it's not a personality type, right? It's not just some weak-willed woman is the one who's getting lashed. You will hear from quite a few survivors, including in the the recent situation where they say, I'm a strong person. I'm a strong-willed woman. I don't know how this happened to me. And that is also part of the reason why they don't speak out because they don't want to look like a weak victim. And the truth is all of this manipulation had happened prior to the first hit. Mm -hmm. And and it's it's love, right? You start out in in a loving relationship, right? And a lot of... um, people who abuse others, um, they are hurt and they need to be saved. And you get in a relationship and you want to save that person. And then they do a bad thing and they say, no, but I need your help. You can't leave me. I need you. I mean, that, that you have to be heartless to leave that person, right? Is what's going on in your mind now. I'm going to save them. And this is the last time and they're going to be better now and they're going to be better for other people. Um, I'm supporting them. And now they're able to go to work. They're able to function. They're able to provide for their whole family. If I leave them, they're going to fall apart. They're going to go into a deep depression. They're not going to work anymore. And all these other people are going to suffer because of what I did. So now the whole story is against the person who's being abused. And you you cannot take out take the love out of it. People say, well, I would just leave. Like, you know the amount of relationships you've stayed in a little too long and nobody put hands on you, but you know you shouldn't have been in that relationship because it just didn't feel right. It just wasn't good for you at the time. And you still stayed much longer than you, than you should have. Once you have... The, the blinders on, you care so much about somebody, that is also an issue. And that's when you need your outside supporters, right? That's when you need the hotline. That's when you need some uh, a, web, a therapist, a friend, somebody that you can reach out to so they can show you 
what's happening. They can show you the other resources and what else is possible out there. Um, that the support is, is super necessary in those. The support is necessary. Um, I do know of instances in the Caribbean where women called and listen, let's rewind to the whole defund the police movement, right? They were saying there are certain situations where uh, a gun-toting police officer is probably not the person who needs to respond to this issue. There have been instances where women have called the police, especially in the Caribbean, especially in rural areas, even in America. And the police come, and these are, you know, often men who are are fully charged up, thinking they're going to go into a situation where they're going to need to fight or they're going to need to shoot someone. They're going to need to, you know, handle this situation. And they don't have those soft skills to talk to a victim. And so they're like, well, what are you calling us for? Did he hit you? Did he, you look fine. This is, you know, whatever. Like, what'd you do? All right. How did this start? Tell me the whole story. We hear that all the time. Well, I need to hear both sides of the story. I need to hear the whole story. And often women are like, well, calling the police doesn't help me because let me tell you, we've seen it with many instances, including the most recent one. If people like or respect your abuser, your rapist, your attacker, they're more prone to believe those people over you. So they're going to try and make it something you did to instigate this, to bring this about. We saw it with the Rihanna situation. Oh, well, she's a Bajan. You know, they have a hot mouth and blah, blah, blah. They will make it your fault. And so there are women who are like, yo, the help is not even helpful because when I call for this kind of help, I'm getting something that is, is not helpful to me, you know? And if I am not ready to pick up my bags and leave right this second, the police turn around and leave. Well, we can't do anything for you. If you're not ready to pick up and leave right this second, we can't do anything for you. And so I do think we need more resources, especially when you're calling for help that it's not just gun-toting, you know, armed men coming in, charging in, because they only know one way of resolving a conflict. You definitely need those other resources, those counselors, those skilled professionals with the softer skills to really help with the situation, to convince a woman, maybe you should go with the police. It's time to go. It's time to leave. And in that moment, you're also, again, thinking about love. You're not saying to yourself, well, I want you to come hurt this person. I just want this person to stop hurting me and go back to being the nice guy that I met. <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily want this person locked up. I want them to stop so we can go back to the fun we were having two hours ago. That's what I want. That's the focus. Um, so in, in uh, through the, throughout the comments this week, we've also heard a lot about, oh, um, don't forget that men uh, get abused as well. And so when you were just talking about um, who people won't uh, take the, some of the cops won't take the woman seriously when they come or, or people they talk to don't, don't um, credit what they're saying or they ask them so many questions, uh, a lot of uh, people were saying that when men complain that they're being abused, they're just laughed at. There's nothing, there's, there's no next step. It's just, what are you talking about? It's funny. And we move on. Now, I don't think, I, I personally don't think I need to belabor um, the situation of men getting abused. Um, I, I just don't think the statistics are anywhere near um, women getting abused. But I do understand that it is a thing. And I don't encourage it either. 
no hands on anyone, no mental, no physical abuse whatsoever. Um, and it should be taken seriously uh, on all accounts, definitely, um, to follow up. But, um, you know, there are many, many people whose first reaction is to move the conversation to something else. But we also met a lot of um, men out there. We know there's a lot of men out there that instantly went on on their social media, went to their WhatsApp groups, went on text and said, this is not okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and we're lucky to get some of them. Yeah. It's great that we heard from, you know, men in the Caribbean community, men who are social media influencers, they decided to let their voices be heard and also to address other men to say that this is not okay. We want to give you some of the snippets from some of the people who we are very grateful that they contributed. Rent and Raid podcast was good. It's your boy Skinny, the good guy with the big ears. And I'm just here to address the situation of domestic violence and domestic abuse, um, which is something that's it's, it's terrible in our community and it, it hit a forefront this week. And um, it's a beautiful thing. It's sad that it had to come up this way, but the good thing about it is is that now the conversation is willing to be had. Um, To anyone that is going through any type of domestic violence or domestic abuse situations, I know the the easy thing to say is get yourself out of it, and it's a lot harder to actually get yourself out of it. But I hope and pray with everything that has been brought to the forefront this week that you do find the courage to stand up and try to get yourself out of it. Find different avenues to get yourself out of it. Use your voice, be vocal, get the courage and the strength to stand up to your abuser and say, I'm not taking this anymore and leave or however you have to deal with the situation at that point. Um, Domestic violence, domestic abuse, child molestation, rape, incest, these are all things that have plagued our Caribbean community, our black community for way too long, almost as long as racism or probably just as long as racism has been around. These things have plagued our community. And these are things that we find we need to address and it's finally coming to the forefront. So to all the victims, I want to let you know that I stand with you. I make it very vocal in public very often that I stand with you guys. I'm, I'm fully against domestic violence. I'm fully against domestic abuse, rape, child molestation, incest. I, I publicly say this all the time. So this is not something that's just coming out of me because of this situation. It's something that I, I really believe in and I really stand for. And I hope that this message reached somebody and you guys feel empowered to get yourselves out of a situation because you never know when that next hit might be your last. So to anybody, that is fighting this. We love you. The community is here willing to stand with you. And we all wish hope and pray for nothing but greatness from you. Thank you. Skinny, I'm out. Yo, wanna say, um, I wanna take some time to just absorb this past week and send out some love and some positive energy to all my beautiful queens across the diaspora, all through every region and internationally. Um, excuse my manners, this is your boy Jaiga from Trinidad. Um, just wanna say that 
is no excuse absolutely none i'm speaking here now as a black man as a father as a son i want every guy across the globe to hear my voice when i say our hands were given to us to create to provide to show love to nurture in our way and to also protect never to bring hurt pain or any negative emotion so i just want to say again to all my queens worldwide we do not me jiger i do not and all my peers condone any sort of violence any sort of domestic abuse so i stand with every woman today who has ever felt or fallen victim to abuse i apologize to you stay strong hey this is soka dread from instagram and i just want to say that domestic violence against women is never acceptable and can never be justified i say this in solidarity with all the victims who have suffered this type of abuse and all those who support the protect black women movement there's a lot that is still unfortunately taboo in caribbean culture and speaking out against violence domestic violence specifically is one of them far too many of us were raised keeping these secrets, keeping secrets of family members who we knew were being abused, but because nobody else in the family would say anything, we never said anything. And as we have now become adults, we have almost kept this code. It's time that we break that silence. It's time that we speak out against those who are being abusive and have them held accountable. We must move away from the notion that we don't wanna rock the boat or we don't wanna impact somebody's career or their livelihood or because we don't know what she may have done, we don't want to speak out against her. It's never acceptable for a man to hit a woman, no matter what. And we have to move away from this notion that unless it hits close to home, we're gonna speak out. We must stop it before it happens. We must speak out against those who perpetrate violence against women, because you never know who might be the next victim. Fellas, if a woman ever says no, respect what they say. Because if you don't and push up yourself, understand that what you're doing is considered rape. It's a crime and you should be and will be held accountable for it. Hello, this is Michael Neville, a.k.a. Jue Mike. Um, I was raised by a strong single mother and um, had a loving sister looking out for me along the way. So honoring and valuing women and their challenges of life have, has always been um, a core focus for me. And the ideas of domestic violence are completely unacceptable on any and every level. Uh, my father was um, definitely not someone who I uh, wanted to ever emulate in his actions towards our family um, and was very concerned from a young age about protecting women. So I don't care if it's well-known abusers. Uh, I don't care if it's well-known abusers. As an example, uh, 
someone who's been found guilty and still profits from violence like Floyd Mayweather. I would never uh, pay to watch his fight, attend an event where his fights were um, being shown. Um, any athlete in, of, of the sorts where they were found guilty for sure. Um, and this current situation that has brought it to the forefront for folks, I, I care um, more about taking a stand uh, for this cause than even giving that person energy and light by mentioning their name. But um, anyone that profits off of um, of the community that uh, is also victimized is um, is not okay to um, to take with the left and violate with the right. Um, so. Yeah, I'm more in a stance of doing whatever is necessary to advocate and support women as they are the backbone of our families, our society. Um, they sacrifice so much for our well-beings. Uh, the least we can do is take a stand to protect them from um, any form of physical abuse and that's also not to say that uh, mental emotional abuse is acceptable either, but um, let's start at the forefront of absolutely um, taking a stand against any form of physical violence. Hi, this is Cordell from Cordell Firm and Visuals. Domestic violence in this day and age is absurd. To have someone that feels they can overpower you by beating on you is absurd. It just proves that you're a punk and you can never stand up to anybody your own size. That is something that a lot of people need professional help with. It's nothing that, you know, you can hide in the closet and feel like, well, you know, no one's going to know if I just punch this person or you don't see a trend, but there is a trend. And anyone that that is in any type of domestic violence or know somebody that is, please speak up. There's so many hotlines. There's so many anonymous places you can go to to get help for both parties. So let's try to end this domestic violence trend that is swept under the rug for no reason. Where's the scene earlier? Yours truly, DJ Jal, the Soka boss, and I stand against domestic violence. After everything that transpired this month, I think it's safe to say that we have a lot of unlearning to do as a society, especially within the Caribbean diaspora, and of course, locally in our respective countries. I think that for far too long, we've been rooted in ideas from you know our terrible colonial past as well as things rooted in patriarchy now at the end of the day no one should ever tell an abuse victim that it was his or her fault that they were abused and i think now is the time for us to stand up and talk about all the injustices that's been going on particularly even when it's not celebrity or influencer focused. This unfortunately is still an everyday occurrence for men and women. And 
it is a stigma for men to, you know, to be abused, but it's the reality of what's happening. So now it's time for us to change our views and to stand with those that are affected by domestic violence. So I urge each and every one of you to think about what you can do to stop it from happening. Wow, that was powerful. That was really powerful. And these are people who, um, one, are very into the Soka community in terms of um, um, putting on events, in, in terms of um, doing photography, creating videos, um, creating music. music in the music and and it's and so they don't have to say anything because they could be worried about what the backlash is on, on their sites uh, um, and so I, I appreciate that they took the time and they and they lent their voices um, and I, I know many of them have said things before now this is not the only time they've said anything but it's good that they wanted to be part of the, of the podcast. Yes, very happy for that. You know, it's great that this podcast is being released um, during the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence. It usually runs from November 25th to December 10th, which is Human Rights Day. So I'm very happy that we have some men speaking out. I love that they are saying, look, I'm, I'm talking to you guys as well. You know, I'm not just talking to the women and saying, I'm here for you, but I'm saying, guys, we need to put our ego aside and we really need to protect our women because, you know, we, we throw around the terms king and queen all the time. Right. But if you want to be treated like a king, you got to act like a king, right. You got to protect a queen. So it's really good to hear that they are, this is the shift that I didn't expect. I'll be honest. Usually when things come out, there's always the, well, what'd she do? What'd she say? How did this happen? Let me hear the whole story. There's two sides to the story. Let me hear the whole thing. And regardless of how you feel of any particular situation, it's good to hear men saying, no, we are against domestic violence. End of story. Yeah. This is a lot. I need to rave. I'm not even <laughs> going to ask you. <laughs> No, I'm with it. We do need to rave. <laughs> we need to rave, but I'm saying very on topic. Today we're listening to Stop the Violence Against Women by Ben GC. Tell me, tell me why you're beating woman. That's your mother. Why you're raping woman? That's your daughter. Tell me why you're killing woman. That's your sister. Tell me why you're abusing woman. Your grandmother. Tell me why you're beating woman. That's your mother. Tell me why you're raping woman. That's your daughter. Tell me why you're killing woman. That's your sister. Tell me why you're abusing woman. Your grandmother. Stop the violence against the woman. Supposed to love woman, not to rape and kill woman.
women. Real men know that abusing women not right. Real men know that mistreating them can be right. Tell me who's your mother? A woman. Your wife and your daughter? A woman. Women are your sisters? A woman. Your aunt and grandmothers? A woman. Stop the violence against the woman. Stop the violence against a woman. You're supposed to love woman, not to rape and kill woman. You're supposed to love woman and not to abuse woman. It's clear as day. <laughs> there is no misinterpreting what he is saying. He's literally like, stop it. Cut it out. This is not okay. Um, I love that he brings it to you. That could be your mother, your daughter, your grandmother. There are women in your family. You have to protect them. And you have to see all women as if they were, you know, members of your family. Treat them with the same respect and protect our women. And this song came out in, in 2018 in Trinidad. You know, just the FYI, this is... Not a new topic. Um, unfortunately, we still need to have songs like this. Um, we still need to get the word out. Um, I, I hope anybody who's in a domestic violence situation can um, get help. Um, I'd love to. Um, I'd like to get some comments of encouragement for people who are um, in a domestic violence situation. Leave us a comment. Yeah, make sure you definitely do get that help. Reach out for the resources, you know, find the numbers that you can. There's, you know, in, in America anyway, there's a Safe Horizon 1-800-621-HOPE. Um, look up your, your local numbers, get the resources that you can wherever you are around the world. Unfortunately, this is another global shadow pandemic. So please search for the resources, get the help. Uh, but also make sure you are following us. Follow Soka Say So on all social media or go to SokaSaySo.com. Follow this chick on all social media or go to D-Y-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. And subscribe to the podcast at BKRantAndRave.com. Okay, bye!